and we are live. Cool, we are back. Welcome to Night's Nuggets episode, whatever this is. I'm not even sure anymore. Is this 14 now? It's definitely a number. It's definitely a number. More than one, less than 100. I'm going there. Yeah. Um, I'm, I feel like we need like a th- I'm back on the couch with, obviously we're not on the couch because COVID, but it feels like a weird game show intro to do. I'm back on the couch with Charlie B. Stone from CP Nutrition with his wonderful haircut. Oh, don't. It gets more, it gets more like flock of seagulls every week. It's beautiful. More like my grandma every single day. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to get the blue rinse. Especially when the beard goes out as well. I look just like it. <laughs> um, what can you do? If I turn my head upside down, I look like the, um, I look like the villain from The Incredibles. That's true, actually. I hadn't thought about that before. Yeah, true. Mm. There you go. That's an intro. <laughs> it really is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, for those, if, so firstly, apologies if there's a bit of an echo. I forgot my wife is, I say went back to work. She's working from home, but she went back after maternity leave yesterday. So I've been turfed out of my study at home. So I'm now back in the gym, which, because lockdown is empty, because I lent all my shit out. So if it's really echoey, I apologise. And if you're watching it on YouTube, I apologise for the glare bouncing off the top of my head, because the light's right above me. Um, so yeah, apologies off the bat. Anyway, unlike last week, we've actually come with a bit of a plan this week. We're not just going to waffle about shit that annoys us. Semi-plan, semi-plan. This yeah. plan was at about 30 seconds ago. It wasn't. It was way earlier than that. We've done like... Hours of research. It was, it was My team, I've hired a team that have been looking into this question. Um, yeah, I, it's been I'm some gonna, endeavour to be honest. It's been a roller coaster. I'm going to, um, like at random points in the court, I'm going to get a bit of paper and just rustle it. I'm gonna yeah, 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 just to go through your notes. Oh, thank you for the new research. Sorry, what was, what was that? Oh, yeah, good point. I'll mention that one as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. thanks, team. I'm going pe- to have my research team's name is Dawn. I'm going to have Dawn. Cheers, Dawn. Um, Anyway, so genuinely, and this is is my least favourite and yet most used phrase in the industry. Loads of people have been asking me recently, like some influencer wanker. I haven't got my ring light today. That's the thing. Um, But genuinely, I've had, I've probably had this question about five or six times in the last few weeks. Um, So loads of people being five or six. um, About... Strength training and weight loss. And the whole kind of that old nugget that weight training will make you bulky, you can't lose weight when you're weight training, that kind of thing. So that old nugget's popped up a few times. So I figured this might be a good opportunity just to sort of head back to basics and talk about one, why that's nonsense, but like educate through it. Don't just slam the idea. So I'm guilty of that in the past. That's us, I'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, trying to, we're trying to be helpful. <laughs> what? Nah, I'm out. Um, but like I'm guilty in the past of just saying, nah, wrong, and then ruthlessly taking the piss out of a thing without actually giving any context as to why. <laughs> but I think if we spend five minutes of the next 30 explaining why it's nonsense, and then the next 25 minutes taking the piss out of it, I think that might be quite good. Yeah. So let's do that. So in terms of that then, so the, the, the kind of, the, the notion is that strength training will make you bulky, irrelevant of training age, ability, gender, anything of those sort of nature. Um, as soon as you pick up anything more than a 20 kilo barbell, you just stack on pounds and pounds of muscle. Um, that's one myth. The other one being you can't lose weight when you're doing weight training. You have to have cardio. So both of those are myths and both of them are false. Um, and I will intend, I will, I will endeavor to explain why. Um, but is that, I'm sure that's something that you come across. That's a question you've dealt with with your clients, I'm sure. Yeah, a little bit, not too bad because 
most of my clients are strength athletes or have been strength athletes. So it would be slightly counterintuitive if they come up to me and say, well, I don't, don't want to get bulky, but I do want this 200 kilo squat. So, but it's definitely something that's prevalent in the industry and I've batted it away a few times. Yeah. So, yeah, I will caveat that. Most of my clients are strength athletes. However, given current client, people looking for personal trainers and stuff like that, it's a conversation I've had a lot with mm-hmm. the general public. And that's cool. So, the, the kind of notion, so let's, let's tackle the kind of nuts and bolts of it first. So, let's tackle the kind of get bulky side of it first. Because um, I feel like that's the biggest one. People don't want to get bulky or don't want to look horrendous and whatever else have you. Um, I'm 33 which still hurts to roll off. I turned 33 yesterday and it hurts me to say it. So I'm the ripe old age of 33. I started strength training when I was about 15. And I've spent that time trying to get too big and it doesn't happen. Like it's not an accidental thing. You don't go to the gym and pick up some weights and then just get massive. Um, it takes years of graft, discipline, good training, good nutrition, recovery, all these other bits and pieces. Um, the main bit in that was discipline and routine, which I don't have. Um, and even then, it's still a lot of work. And then that's given the benefit that I am male and I have testosterone as a key hormone, which will help build muscle. Um, and I'm not too big. I'm a lump, don't get me wrong, but uh, I'm not that sort of bulky, enormous character that people think that you're going to turn into by lifting weights. Um, the flip side of that is when women think they're going to turn bulky, you ain't. Um, I forget the exact numbers. I think there's about 5% of the testosterone that men have is what women have to sort of hold. Um, testosterone is obviously the main hormone that would help build muscle. You ain't got it. So for a woman to get bulky, for a women, that's definitely English. For one women? Yeah, for one, for one multiple. Yeah. <laughs> for, for one woman to get bulky. Um, and I was like, what's bulky? That's a whole other topic entirely, isn't it? But for, you to, for women to gain muscle, it's a lot harder than it is for men to gain muscle. By and large, there's a few little niche bits that we can tap into later. But, you know, by and large, it's, it's sort of a general rule. It's just harder because you haven't got the kind of hormones on your side. So you've got to work a bit harder. Um, so the notion of if I lift weights, I'm going to get it bulky, you won't. If you don't want to get bulky, you just won't. It doesn't happen by accident. So I think that's a kind of cover off point. We can delve a little bit deeper into that. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think one thing to look at is if you want to be healthy, the World Health Organization recommends you do resistance training twice a week. Yeah. And so it's sort of like from a health perspective, it's a non-negotiable. It's not a, oh, I don't really fancy trying this because it's a bit niche and I'm worried about this effect. It's if you actually want to look after yourself, this is something you should be doing a minimum of two times per week. Yeah. Which not many people are doing. Um, So that's Probably the first thing for me. And then the second thing is, like you say, like bodybuilding.com forums would not be a thing if it was that easy to put weight on. Honestly, spend a few days looking through them, weeks probably, and you'll see like, oh, what's the best training split? Or what's the best this? Like when's the best time to eat a kiwi? That sort of bollocks. There's (laughs) loads of it around literally like teenagers, early 20s, trying to get muscly that can't. And they are like, and that's an age as well. You are primed to grow. Like at that age, you are. If you're going to grow, it'd be then. In terms of recovery and stuff, you'd be doing it then, and people aren't. So, yeah, it, it is a myth. Really. It just doesn't happen. Um, I'm not really sure what the origin is. I don't know. I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of bullshit that started off from somewhere and gets carried through. 
Um, and it's like this, and again, we're, we're going to tap into another conversation. So I'm going to, I'm going to sort of say this and then leave it. But it's the same thing of lifting weights is bad for kids. You know, mm. um, it's all these myths started from somewhere. And again, we'll tap into that at another episode, I'm sure. But like, it's just all these myths start from somewhere and then they stick. And I think I'm cautious how I say this, but I think it stems from ignorance. And ignorance is absolutely fine. Like people sort of get insulted when you think ignorance and they get tired of it. Ignorance isn't a bad thing. I think ignorance is bad when you're not willing to learn. Um, but it's not your fault you've never been taught a thing. Or you don't know a thing. So that, I think a lot of it stems from a bit of, like we never got really taught it. No one really, like in PE at school, I learned how to throw bean bags into buckets from across a sports hall and like climb a rope. I never got- You've gone to a different sick form, mate. Bold of you to assume I went to sixth form. I was thick as pig shit in school, man. I left yeah. at 16 and what went to... What do you mean at school? <laughs> you mean that farm I worked at? Was that school? Yeah, it's close enough. <laughs> Just picking up hay bales at seven. Um, but yeah, so like PE never really taught me, or us in general, I don't think anything. I went to a decent school. Like, I really, I didn't get taught kind of this, this what we're talking about. Um, so like the fact people don't know it and the fact these myths exist is completely understandable because no one's ever been there to kind of correct them. Yeah, pretty much. We did it, I think it was doing A-level PE because that's the thing apparently is when we actually did get taught a little bit but it was sort of like this is a weight programme that you have to go and join a gym and do and no one did it because no one knew what to do in a gym or like what any of these things meant. So it was a complete waste of time. But you know, I do think it comes from just not knowing really um and also it wasn't that well documented that women did resistance training because it's normally like without being very stereotypical it's normally women saying i don't want to get bulky there aren't many men who are saying i don't want to do strength training so i don't want to get bulky yeah generally um and it wasn't that common for women to do resistance training the women that did were or the ones that were shown in the media that did were female bodybuilders which in itself is now a sort of a dying class compared to if you look at like physique, bikini, figure, etc. Now are far more popular than bodybuilders. Um, and although I'm not like going to make the assumption that everyone is doing any sort of exercise because they want to look a certain way and they have people they want to look like, sometimes that is the case. And if you say, "Oh, actually, I'd like to look like this person on Instagram," nine times out of ten, it's because they're resistance training. That's why they look like they do. And if you've got, I would like this sort of physique they haven't got there by just doing hours and hours of cardio. They've got there by lifting there's pretty, pretty much as heavy as they can at different rep ranges at different times, et cetera. So yeah, yeah, it's most, it mostly comes down to what you think you want, whether you want that or not, how you think you get there. It's actually very different to how you do get there. Yeah. 100%. And it's, you kind of hit a thing there. It's just like, um, it does tend to be women that I get that thing from, which is fine. And like I say, it's, you can sit in a stereotype all day long and you know we all know that there's two sides to every corner and stuff but it's it's typically that um and if we stem back a little further there's there's been an enormous shift and rightly so there's been a big shift within strength training women have kind of gone ah bored of the cross trainer now i'm going to the weight room and like it's wicked and i think i don't know where that's come from and be that the sort of dawn of your instagram models and that sort of stuff and you're starting to see the likes of on all of a sudden all the names in the world have disappeared from my head but you start to see the likes of kind of female power lifters olympic lifters mm. strong women that's what you start to see them and people are going actually they look awesome and they're badass and they can pick heavy shit 
So I don't know, there's the, the kind of dawn of social media that's made it more accessible so that people actually look at it and go, oh, actually, I kind of want to be a bit of that. Yeah. Um, I think probably CrossFit came in at the same sort of time that that's become popular as well. Absolutely, exactly that as well, yeah. Some of the female CrossFit athletes are immense. They're monsters. Yeah, it's class. There was yeah. a discussion with someone this morning. I think it was 2018 Commonwealth Games. Mm. Maybe 2018? Was that a year of Commonwealth Games? Let's say 2018. But Tia Toomey went and won the CrossFit Games. Two weeks later, flew to the Gold Coast and then won gold medal at the Olympic lifting in, in the Commonwealth. Yeah, she, yeah. she, she did the Olympics one year, didn't she? She competed yeah. in the Olympics the one year... It must have been 2016 that she came second in the CrossFit Games, I think. Maybe. So, yeah, it's, it's, it was ridiculous. Stupid good. Mm. Um, and, yeah, the kind, of, the, the, the kind of dawn of CrossFit is a big thing to... I mean, CrossFit's... Whatever your thoughts on CrossFit are, like, there's a whole other bucket you can go into there. But you can't deny it. A good... Uh, like, the high levels, they kick out some fucking tremendous athletes. They really do. And yeah. I think it's hard to not be inspired by that. So you start to see that pop up on the Instagram feed and as well as everything else. And I think CrossFit opened the doors to strength sports. Certainly done amazing for my sport of Olympic lifting. You know, before CrossFit was a big thing, Olympic lifting was a really little thing. Yeah. You know, snatch and clean and jerk are a prominent part of CrossFit. So all of a sudden Olympic lifting has taken a massive boost. So it's done amazing things for that. And then Olympic lifting has been and probably still is in some places quite hard to access. Yeah, clubs and things like that. So powerlifting is the next best thing, and that's really accessible because every gym's got a bench, a rack, and a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think more people got into it through that, and it was just seeing these sports about. And it started people asking more questions as opposed to just talking absolutes of no, nope, I don't want to do it because I will get bulky. I don't want to do that because I might get bulky. And then sort of going, will I get bulky? And there's that kind of like it's it's taken that bit of a turn. So I think it's cool that the dawn of all of these bigger sports has kind of has got people talking about it, which mm-hmm. is wicked. Um, I think there's more I'm certainly seeing more now and this is purely anecdotal like this is based on nothing else than my own little meanderings around the world but I'm certainly seeing more people come and ask about weightlifting or just moving weight in general not even weightlifting as a sport but about resistance training as blanket it with that and the benefits thereof and is it true that or will I get this and that sort of thing so certainly more people are asking questions which is wicked yeah um, and it's just taken decades to kind of get that point so they used to be i use um there's an old strength athlete abby stockton um who if you don't know i'd probably recommend looking her up her name is not abby it's a b b y e i think it is it's an odd spelling of abby but anyways her nickname was pudgy but she was like back in the day she was a strength athlete and she looked amazing but because she was like broad shoulder bit of muscle or anything but pudgy but she was one of the original kind of women in strength sport um and it's like, you'll never find, like, you'll struggle to find, like, coloured pictures of that. They're all black and white. It's that sort of era. Mm-hmm. And it's taken from then to now for women to kind of go, oh, some of that. And kind of come into the weight room and start doing shit. So there's been a massive shift. And I don't know where it's come from, but I'm glad it's happened. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we went on a bit of a tangent there. But in terms of the kind of get too bulky thing, it's not like us to go on a tangent. No, we're normally straight to the point and then go. Really straight to the point, yeah. I mean, yeah. We, just, we just spent, what, 15 minutes talking about not an awful lot and about two minutes talking about what we wanted to talk about. Yeah. We smashed it. We've done well. Um, and then I started name-dropping 1940s strength athletes. Yes. Yeah. Done well. Um, but, yeah, so in terms of the I don't want to strength train, it'll make me bulky, like that's one thing. And then going back to your point of the kind of health thing, um, 
the health aspect almost, and this is a, and again, this is a bold statement for me to make, and I'm ready to be shot down here, but the health aspect almost gets overlooked by the aesthetics aspect. Um, people give more of a shit about what they look like than how long they're going to live now, which is, and that's again, that's a massive aspersion to cast. Um, but yeah, from a health point of view and a kind of body, just a health point of view, I'm going to say a health point of view because I can't think of the other adjectives I want to use, but lifting weights or moving weights is massively beneficial for various various aspects like for one it's you know increases bone density bone health that kind of thing so it offsets things like osteoporosis osteoarthritis you can get you know you can really put those sort of things back so you can virtually not get them if you're prone to that sort of stuff um and various other health benefits therein which again we can list off at another point but lifting weights is fun it's good for you um it's probably not gonna make you bulky unless you really, really, really want it to, in which case you've got to fucking put some work in. But that's the like, yeah, like just don't, don't be scared of lifting weights. Yeah, no, I think there are a few good points there. One of them, when you look at like the health, what you were saying, health versus the aesthetic thing, yeah. that really interests me because obviously I'm a bit of a nerd on the old behavior change stuff. And having worked, yeah, I know, can you believe it? Having worked at a college and uni, um, and then reading into behavior change interventions that always aimed at people's health so like for kids and for adults as well like as soon as you do that if someone doesn't give a fuck about it they've switched off and people don't give a shit about health so that's why if i'm now talking to a teenager about this is the reason we do something i generally won't drop health in because they couldn't give a toss and it's the same with adults because health is somewhere in the future that they're not worrying about yet yeah whereas aesthetic they can literally see it in the mirror you see it in the computer screen reflection right now. So that's why generally a lot of behavior change interventions don't work because they're like, oh, we're going to lower your blood pressure. I couldn't give a shit. Don't even know what those numbers mean, let alone what it does for me. Yeah. If it was actually this is going to help me spend an extra five years being able to play with my kids or grandkids, suddenly you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, actually that does make a difference now. Now I do suddenly care about it. Um, so that's definitely one thing. And that's what, that's what strength training does. So if we go on to the health stuff, like you said, bone density is a huge one. Having more muscle mass means you'll live longer. Um, but not only, so people, the stupidest argument for things like this, are people who say, like, oh, why would I want to live longer? I'll just be longer in a home being fed by someone. Nope. So that's the difference between something called lifespan, which is how long you live, and health span, which is how long you're alive for, and healthy for, for the amount of time you're alive for. So if you are alive till you're 90, but you're only healthy till you're 65, that's grim. But if you're alive till you're 90, but healthy until you're 90, and then you just kick it, brilliant. Like, that's that's the dream. And so that's what resistance training will do. Um, will make you more functional for a longer period. We love the word functional. For a longer period of your life. Um, a little bit. But, like, things like in old people, like falling over is very common. Dying when you fall over, pretty common. Or needing to go to hospital and then dying in hospital, pretty common. Type 2 diabetes is huge in our country i've said this before like that's where we store glucose is muscle if you've got more muscle you've got less glucose in your blood that's a good thing for health so yeah. and it's just fun like in terms of health like the social aspect training at a gym like yours is enjoyable and i used to train at work and it was just like all the staff that i was friends with training together in the gym it's class someone good someone good gets on music if there's someone bad on music it's the worst place in the world but if you get someone good on tunes like my good self then oh what a place to be. No bias whatsoever. No bias, but I'm right. So, 
there we go. Nice. Um, but yeah, hundred percent. And it's that whole. And it's yeah, you, you tapped on a real good one. And, and again, totally anecdotal, just from my own experience of training. So again, the, the words are going to choke as they come out of me. I'm 33 now. <laughs> um, but when I first started training, I couldn't give a fuck what my heart rate was, resting heart rate, blood pressure, blood, blood, pff, care. I don't care. This is fun. I want to lift heavy shit. And now I'm sort of cruising into old age, at the ripe old age of 33. Might start looking at pension. That's the thing you do at this age, isn't it? Oh yeah, at least if not before, yeah. Everything in the trouble. Anyways, that. So I look at that and now like I'm starting to see <laughs> and keep in mind I've been I've been in the health and fitness industry for a while now. Um I'm now starting to look at health. <laughs> um it's sort of gone from sort of fun to necessity, um, and various injuries and things from stupid sports that I've played and bad decisions as a youngster sort of thing. Um is now I'm sort of looking at things from less of a Less of a kind of, I want to compete and be the best and be the strongest person in the room. So, like, actually, I want to do this for a long time. Mm. Um, so, like, I'll build up my numbers slowly and I'll just enjoy my training and that sort of thing. So, it depends on what way you look at it. If you enjoy strength training, which I don't understand why you wouldn't, but again, maybe a, maybe a small error of bias, but I'm right. Because strength training is way fun. Like, yeah. way, way more fun than running. I don't understand runners. Like, I've never seen a happy runner. I've never seen a runner smile. Ever. Like... Also, I don't trust runners. They're always ones that find the bodies, aren't they? Mm. Like, runners, are, runners are sketchy, man. That's true, actually. Never find a body in the gym, do you? Never. Ever, ever, ever. We, although that said, we have an unwritten rule at Redbeard that if you die whilst training, we'll throw a couple of 20 kilo plates on your bar, then call the ambulance. Huh. Unwritten. Look after your mates. Um, but, but yeah, so now I'm sort of cruising into that point where I'm looking at health and that sort of thing. And I'm, you know, it's, I'm not so worried about the massive numbers anymore. So looping back to my original point is I used to be about lifting huge numbers. I wanted like, you know, 400 kilo deadlift. I wanted all that sort of stuff. Um, now I kind of don't care. There's that kind of, I, don't, I really don't give a monkeys. It's just a case of now I want to do this for the foreseeable. I don't want to not be in a gym pushing weights. So all of a sudden the 400 kilo deadlift turned into a 200 kilo deadlift and like, it feels good and I can throw it around and do that sort of stuff. Um, and I kind of cruise through the rest of my kind of training inverted commas career with that and I'll carry on lifting weights until I get told I can't anymore and that because I enjoy it and it feels good so now I've taken a switch from performance to health which is where I think the vast majority of people are no one really cares about performance unless you're in a sport where you compete so going back to kind of general population about I don't want to get bulky well you won't because you've got no interest in that but what you will do is get really fucking healthy and feel better about yourself move a little bit better and like you say, potentially live longer or have a better quality of life for longer. Yeah. That kind of thing. So yeah, bang on. I think that's an interesting point actually and a different way of looking at it. It comes back to that sort of like what is your why? What's your reason that you do things? Like that sort of Simon Sinek idea of finding your why. Yeah. Um, and whatever that is to that person, resistance training will play a part in improving it. And that's how, when you understand the benefits that training has, you'll realise that whatever your goal is, chances are resistance training will help. So for me, like you've just said yours, prime example, you've this is your career effectively and you're now a dad. Yeah. So that changes things a little bit and now the health side of it's important because if you can't move because you break yourself, you can't actually coach and then you can't do all these other things. You can't earn money, can't look after your kid, etc. And then for me, I'm a massive nerd. Um, and like, I like to work on like a million and one different things 
at the time I like to be reading those different things. I like ideas. I like thinking of new stuff. My brain works best when I train and there's evidence for that, but I found that in myself as well. So if I, my primary goal was to use my brain to the best way possible to help people and to help myself, resistance training still plays a part in that, even though it's got nothing to do with what people think. Like it doesn't matter the size of my biceps, although by the time we're in the gym for a few months, they will be huge. Um, Cause that's all I'm going to train. But that that's irrelevant because my primary goal is actually to my, my output to be as good as it can be yeah. like cognitive output. And that's going to help. So yeah, 100%. 100%. So, yeah. So, kind of summarising that, I guess it's, and again, it's what's your why. Why are you doing this? Um, I think most people is, like most of the people I speak to, certainly, it's kind of look better, feel better, which is great. And I think feel better encompasses that kind of health thing. Look better is your ego, which is absolutely fine. Everyone's got an ego, whether they admit it or not. Um, but no one actively goes, yeah, I want to look like a troll, unless you do strongman, in which case, it's part yeah. of course. Um, you know, just a creature that kind of crawls out the bottom of the gym somewhere to lift up heavy shit. Um, but generally speaking, the kind of feel better thing, I think comes down to just like, I want to feel better. I don't want to be sluggish and lethargic. I don't want to like foggy head, anything like that. And it's just like you say, yeah, weightlifting gives you a little bit of mental clarity as well as everything else. So yeah, 100%. That look better, feel better goal, go lift weights. That's, that's your answer. Go lift weights. I think I've heard cardio helps a little bit, but nah. I mean that's not maybe that's a topic for another day for maybe. someone maybe. else to talk about because another podcast yeah maybe because yeah. that'd be much more helpful yeah oh, yeah I've got like um I've got a really expensive coat hat like coat and hat rack in the gym it looks like a rowing machine that's been turned on its end um mm. really good for hanging your coat on and stuff nice I paid a lot of money for it and yeah it just sort of sits there gathering dust now but it's wicked to put your kit bag on yeah I say coat and hat rack. Like, who puts a coat and hat? Like, is that still a thing? Do people still have like? Yeah, I think the world, like the 1940s, called, and they probably want all their kit back. Um, <laughs> like an old, like an old Parker and a Trilby. Yeah, I think so. But they're saying that a lot of people, if they're looking to lose a little bit of weight in the next few months, rationing would be the best thing. Hundred percent. Yeah, 1940s rationing will make you lose weight. Hundred percent. Go back to like. Do some research on like World War Two ration books. You'll be set. I think yeah. one egg. You can sniff your neighbour's loaf of bread. Not a euphemism. And you can eat some like potatoes and stuff. And that's about you. But all carbs. I don't have carbs. Carbs are the enemy. Mm, carbs are bad. Mm, that's tough actually. Carbs are terrible. Just, just fast. Just drink water. Yeah, you can burn more energy because you've got to catch rabbits to have for dinner. <laughs> rabbits are then, But they're not vegan. And vegans the only way. So the only way. What's the thing recently? I've noticed a big trend on my Instagram of people trying to look homeless. It's like 90... 90- yeah, I need a haircut, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> but like 90s fashions come back, but it's like they just saved all their shit from the 90s and put it back on again. Mm. I don't get it. That's fashion, isn't it? It's just the same stuff 30 years later. I'm saying that, yeah, I mean, I'm 33 now, so I keep choking out. Yeah. And, you know, I'm clearly over the hill, I know nothing about fashion. I'm sitting here... You don't look a day over 45, mate. This is true. This is true. This is I've got a seven-month-old baby, and it's aged me about 10 years, which is good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I can't talk about that. I'm sitting here in, like, a scraggy old pair of red Converse and, like, a hoodie and a T-shirt with a shit slogan on it, which is why I've got the T-shirt done up. It's like an old training top I've got for Christmas one year. But, yeah, I don't get it. I don't need to. Anyway, um, the other point I wanted to make, so let's get educational again. Okay. Glasses up and be professional. I haven't got glasses on, but we're there. All right. 
Right, brace yourself for this. So, Charlie, I'd like to lose weight, but I hear that I can't lose weight if I do strength training because muscle weighs more than fat. Go. Uh, well, muscle doesn't weigh more than fat. That's like saying a pound of feathers weighs less than a pound of bricks. They weigh the same, actually. One is more dense than the other. When you look at it, it will look different, but it, does, it will weigh the same. You don't want to lose weight. You want to lose body fat, um, and you want that to show on the scales. But if the scales don't show it, but you look better, you'll be delighted anyway. And the best way to lose body fat is to do some sort of resistance training because then more of the weight that you lose will be as body fat rather than as muscle mass. So when you lose weight, roughly, if you don't do any sort of resistance training and you don't need much protein, 75% will be body fat, 25% will be muscle mass. You can skew those numbers so that more of it's fat, less of it's muscle. If you do some picking up and putting down of things that are relatively heavy based on what you have done before and if you eat some protein. There you go. Education tick complete. Done. Let's go back to talking shit. Yep. Um, yeah, that. And it's the whole the, the muscle weighs more than fat thing winds me up. And you'll always see that real twee meme that people post up of like a pair of scales. Yeah, with a picture of both. Yeah. And a pound of muscle, and the muscle's smaller, therefore. The muscle's not even muscle. It looks like a bit of fillet steak. It's not proper what a muscle would look like. I wouldn't love a steak though. I'm not a fan of fillet though. Mm. I, I, I get why, but I'd, I'd eat one. 100%. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. If it was put in front of me, I'm not going to send it away and ask for a lettuce. But right. would you rather go like a rump or something with a sirloin instead? I'm a T bone man. Oh, I, yeah, like I knew you would be as well. I like a tomahawk steak. They're badass. Oh, oh dear. Miller and Carter, when we're allowed out. You're, you're so strong, man. I just want the biggest, scariest looking steak, please. Big, <laughs> <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. Um, yes. What would you like, sir? All of it. Thanks. Whereas I feel I'm, like... a, I'm a dainty little human that just wants a little bit of fillet every now and then. And yeah. we're more than happy, like Doris down the road. It's a the little treat. fillet steak and chips. No croutons on your side salad. That's all. Yeah, you're literally wanting to kill the cow yourself and then just carve <laughs> it up and eat it there and then. Just... <laughs> yeah, I do like. <laughs> this, is, this is take this how you will. I do like big meat. There you go. I've that. heard that about you. Yeah. Not with you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the whole like, and again, the whole lose weight thing, and we've, we've tackled this on numerous occasions, right? The whole lose weight thing, you probably don't want to lose weight unless you are a weight class athlete in your overall class. You want to lose body fat. And my thing to people was like, what do you want to do? And it's usually like, well, I want to fit into my clothes that I didn't fit into. And that's what I was like, cool. Well, how much does your dress size weigh? Mm-hmm. And no one's been able to answer me that question yet. So right, the scales are fine and the scales are good for tracking and that sort of stuff. And like, I think you've said it before now, the argument of like, throw your scales away, they're rubbish, is bullshit. That's a rubbish argument in itself. Like, scales are a good way to track, and you can kind of see where you're going. But at the same token, don't hold the number on the scales at such a height. Um, it's one metric of measurement. The other metric in your case would be how your clothes fit, what the tape measure says, what your progress pictures say, that sort of stuff. That's a much, much better way of tracking than weight alone. Mm-hmm. Alone. I'm going to caveat that with weight alone. Like, don't just track your weight. That's potential, yeah. yeah potentially a hazardous way to track try and get as many metrics as you can um but let's just put it into like really simplistic lifting weights burns calories burning calories potentially makes you lose weight provided you're consuming less than you've burned that so as a real kind of a plus b b plus c that kind of thing like it works in that respect um 
and you, you'll, you'll hear people talk about like the afterburn of using weights. It's like, oh, I don't know, is that true or not so much? It's a little bit of bullshit. There's a lot of fluff around it, but um, but like you can go and do a cardio session where you smash out an hour and you'll burn 700 calories in an hour. Or you can go and do an hour of weights and burn 500 calories, for example. But then the, the benefits you'll have from doing those weight sessions consistently will far outweigh the benefits you'll get from doing the cardio sessions in a kind of longer term, not from like a one-off session, that's not how this works, but <laughs> lifting weights will help you lose weight, period. It just will. Um, and then it's a case of watching your food and calorie intake because calories is the way, that's the way to lose weight. Um, and, you know, you sort of see things of people go, yeah, but what about the keto diet? And I was like, well, that works because you've cut out your calories, but just all the calories happen to look like carbs. Yeah. So it's things like that. Yeah, it makes people sad. That's a miserable way to be, isn't it? It's a yeah, way to be. I think so. But you make a good point in that in the, on the strength training side of things or training in general, I generally wouldn't recommend that your primary type of exercise is an attempt to lose weight. It should be an attempt to, like for strength training particularly, you should not be doing your strength training based on what's going to make you burn the most calories in that session. That's a stupid way of doing it. Exactly. Because... Strength training generally is quite negligible in terms of energy expenditure. You'll burn some calories if you have a decently long session, but like the difference between sessions is minimal. Yeah. What you want to do is the best session that will make you keep muscle mass on, which means, and we've spoke about this before, you can gain muscle in a deficit or keep muscle in a deficit. Yeah. And then when you're doing that, you're keeping or gaining muscle and losing body fat. That's when you're going to look how you want to look. So pick a training session that will make you keep the most muscle mass and then pick a diet that's going to make you lose the body fat. Hundred percent, and it's, again, it goes back to this is kind of an underlying point we're making. These now is if you're trying to strip down some weight or some body fat, do it really fast. Like do it as quickly as possible, and then get back to inverted commas normality. Um, just because like dieting sucks, it's hard, and I don't know many people that really enjoy it. Um, I certainly don't know anyone that enjoys it more than training and eating again inverted commas normally, whatever that means. Um, but yeah, so if your sort of mission is when the gym's reopened again, you think, well, I've just got to lose a bit of lockdown, chub, then like do that quickly, maybe like three months, two to three months, maybe. Um, strip it down, then get on with your life. Go back into the gym, get strong as fuck, eat things, and then sort of maybe focus like a month or two months of your year of like tracking and then move on. Otherwise, you just kind of get into this real bogged down pit. And then again, here's it, and it depends. Oh, I think this is the first, it depends of this episode. <gasps> Drink. Um, it depends on mentality and who you are and how you react to things. So if you're, if you're like Charlie and you're quite nerdy and you like analytics and data and that kind of thing, tracking might be really quite cool. And you like to look at the tracking and you'll see how you get on and do that bits and pieces. If you're like me and you're a complete fucking scatter, then it's really hard to stick to anything. Um, and like tracking becomes a real kind of thing that you have to put conscious effort into. So I'm finding out currently. Um, so it depends on the individual and how you react to certain things. So I forgot the point I was trying to make with this now, but it's, it's, if you're trying to lose weight, do it properly. Like do it with some tracking, that sort of thing. And then the idea behind your strength, your strength training should just be to be healthier, get stronger, live better, that kind of thing. Yeah. That's the point I was trying to make there. I agree. Quite a long way to make that point, but yeah, that. But yeah, so 
that's kind of us. That's that's kind of that's as much as I wanted to cover off on that. So we've we've done that in pretty rapid time, considering it's like sort of half an hour ish. Hate to suggest that we've been quite educational there as well on the whole. We've got me to talk utter bollocks for a couple of minutes before we cut this off. I don't. We've done enough of that. We've done a lot. We've done a fair amount of that. I'm going yeah. to take that pigeon. We've got a fat pigeon that lives in our front garden because he ate so much bird seed that he can't get out of the garden anymore. We call him Brian. Oh, right. But if you get a fit pro, you can just tell him well it's just calories and motivation, and then he should be able to sort himself out. I'm waiting for the um, I'm waiting for the um, who's that fucking noise that's made himself available now? Um, there are many, there are many, many, many. It could be me to be honest, mate, with that description. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely possible. It could be. No, there's uh, I don't know. There's there's some celebrity trainer mush that's come about now. Oh, Jeff, so I don't fucking know. But anyways, I'm gonna get a pigeon version of him. But like show him to Brian, and he's gonna start preaching about like. Imagine with like little wings doing press ups and stuff in the garden. That'd be amazing. Just like as he as he like flaps his wings, his lats just grow massive. How would a bird do a burpee? That might be a question to leave this on. <laughs> Ooh, that's a, that's a really good question. How would a bird do a burpee? Answers on a postcard. There you go. Yeah. Let us know. Oh shit! I almost forgot. We, um, we found out last week that we have international listeners. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know who you are, but there's people listening uh, to us in Germany. Hello. There you yeah. go. In Germany. And there's someone who listens to us in Singapore, which is excellent. And, like, whoever you are, like, make yourself known. I, I did German at school, so I can chat to the guy in Germany all day long. I didn't do Singapore. <laughs> which is definitely the language I speak. I think the yeah. language is Malay. Yeah. Like Mandarin, they also speak English, which is handy because I'm quite good at English. Mm. I said that I've definitely made a couple of grammatical errors in this podcast. I love yeah. it, but I feel like I should be better at English. But yeah, I know how to say what do you have on the first period in German about school scheduling. So cool on Monday as well. If you wanted, I can pick a, t- a day of the week, no worries. Yes. <laughs> Smashed it. I'm not yeah. gonna to prove it. I feel like it's gonna be one of those do it then. Well, I don't need to, I know I can do it. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. What do you need? It's a strange. A strange claim if I then couldn't back it up. I can, I can recite the entire works of Shakespeare in Spanish. Mm. I'm not I wouldn't going to. if you weren't, yeah. I'm not going to, but I know I can. Yeah. I can't do that. But it's I one of those ones where people ask me, I say that at party and someone says, go on then, and I'm drunk, and I go, I just start naming Spanish footballers, because that's all I've got. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, well, one matter. Alonso. I don't that know. was all a Hamlet. There you go. <laughs> I don't know any Spanish footballers. I think the only one I know is Cristiano Ronaldo, and I think he's Portuguese. He is Portuguese, yeah. Uh, still none. I don't know any Spanish footballers. Nice. There you go. That's that's me. Anyway, that's. I feel like that's enough bullshit to tail off. I think that counters like we've talked about fat pigeons and languages and other sort of random bits and pieces. Yeah. Uh, so I think that tails off an educational podcast quite nicely. So yeah. you're welcome back to our regular programming. Um. Right, Mr. Man, I'm going to love you and leave you. Thank you again for today. I, um, I have an announcement before I go. Oh, go on. Exciting. I have my new Habits program. It's launching this week. Wicked. It is starting on Monday. The sign-up last day is end of play Friday, so midnight Friday. If you want to get involved, get signed up. Um, and I'm going to walk people through how to make new habits in a really easy way where it won't even feel like you're making habits and lifestyle behavior changes that will last you forever. So Wicked. basically how do you, how to change behavior? I'm teaching you all of that for just 60 quid for a month. Bonza. 
So I feel like we, we probably could have put that at the start of the, the, the podcast where people are actually going to listen to us. Maybe. But it's all good. Um, I'll get some information off you afterwards and put it in the, in the comments below. Put it in the show notes. Yeah. Put it in the show notes. Um, <laughs> I'll get Dawn on that. Hold on. Dawn, just... There you go. Dawn, just a note. Yeah. I just dropped my pen. I've gone posh like I'm using a fountain pen. Ooh. Proper fancy. Proper fancy. I'm up, I'm going up in the world. We're in yeah. double figures of podcasts. I'm not fucking around with biros anymore. Yeah, fair enough, mate. Do you think Joe Rogan's using a biro? No. <laughs> Joe Rogan uses a quill. Yeah, of course he does. Yeah. <laughs> From the pigeon in your garden, actually. There you go. Oh, Brian, yeah. That's why he can't get out. He's clipped his wings. Mm. That's it. Oh, poor Brian. I feel bad for him. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so yeah, man. Hook Charlie up for that. His, um, his habits program would be a good one. We've spoken about it before, sort of off air. Um, and like I've said before, he's quite good at what he does. So it'll be worth that if you're sort of coming out of lockdown a little bit fluffier than you went in and you're not really sure how to get started again. Definitely go and talk to him. He's your man. He'll definitely be able to help you. And as promised, I will put some, um, I'll put some details in the show notes. Um, aside from that, go follow him on Instagram at cbnutrition underscore. Sign up for his emails because they're quite funny and sometimes they're topical. They're much, much more educational than this podcast. Um, and if you fancy following me for general shite and rantings and people lifting heavy shit occasionally, I'm at Night Strength or at Redbeard Barbell Club on Instagram. Um, and if you fancy dropping me some messages for abuse and other such bits and pieces, then by all means do that too. Um, that's about us, I think. Awesome. Awesome, man. Cool. Thank you again. I will catch you next week. Thank you. Speak to you later on. See you later.